that is it recording at each other or at the camera at each other whatever works i'll look there eventually sometimes i'll probably like wave every so often real loose like this is all going to go into the this is all going into it okay just so you know they're all going to see all our setup right here i think people appreciate yeah i think people like to see how the uh how the sausage gets made every so often you know what i mean i don't because of <laughs> <laughs> hello friends welcome to the sausages final product i guess Sure. I guess is that the way to put this? I don't know, and I'm really hopeful you'll do better than that one. I really hope so too. <laughs> Hello, friends. It's Love Wrestling. It's Spencer Love. I hope you know me by this point. Joined by a man with many nicknames: Cryptid Connoisseur, yeah. the Alien Aficionado, yeah. Bigfoot's best friend. Yeah, those are the main ones. Recently, you added uh, Registered Wedding Officiant oh, yeah. to that title. Yeah. Sure. Congratulations. Uh, it's not on the nickname shirt, but it's definitely in there. Well, draft two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I went through the whole alphabet, but that didn't make it. So, you know, I've got the Dogman Detective and the Flat Earth Fanboy, and the list goes on and on. You can literally buy the shirt with all the names. Uh, Dog Earth? Is that what you said there? The Dog Earth Detective? It is, but it's not what I meant. Oh, God. I was so confused <laughs> for a dog, second. That sounds like that doesn't sound like a... Detective, which, like, the Dogman's similar to... Well, it's seen in the similar areas as Bigfoot. Okay. Um, except more... Ah, how do I explain that? I say that, and then I'm like, no, that's wrong. Uh, <laughs> the dog man is more like uh, more Michigan, more cornfields, that kind of stuff, whereas Bigfoot likes trees and hills and mountains, that kind of stuff. I'm going to learn so much about cryptids <laughs> and who's it's and what's it's galore today. I'm oh, yeah. so excited, man. But I guess we'll start there before we start with the wrestling. Like, What got you so into the... Uh, uh, I don't even want to say conspiracy theories because there's some truth to some of them. If you don't believe, it's like that clip going around TikTok right now. If you don't believe at least some conspiracy theories, then you're just like, what are you, what doing? Are you doing? So, <laughs> but what what got you into it? What got you sort of deep diving? Uh, it was the the kind of shows like the destination, the destination truth, uh, ghost hunters, that kind of the fun trash TV stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I started deep diving, and I thought like, oh, I'm a weirdo if I do this, and then. It really started peaking uh, when Moxley was on Chris Jericho's podcast and talking yeah. about aliens and Bigfoot and how he was super into that. And I was like, well, if Mox is into it, <laughs> like, then I can be cool and into it. Um, and yeah, it just it spiraled from there. Before that, I mean, I grew up in on Vancouver Island, so there's a lot of forest on the island, and I was a outdoor camp leader for seven years seriously yeah that was my first job yeah i was a, I was a summer camp counselor for... i worked at a ymca camp on vancouver island very cool and did everything from like chasing around five-year-olds to leading the leadership development program for the 15-year-olds and oh, like cool. taking them out on a uh, one month was a nine-day sea kayak trip and the other was a nine-day canoe and hike trip oh nuts yeah like sea kayak like just go deep out or uh, I'm not very outdoorsy, as you can tell. <laughs> Around Vancouver Island, there's the Gulf Islands, so we just bounce okay. between smaller islands, basically. Right. So you'd spend anywhere from like three to six hours a day paddling, and then you teach the like I would teach the kids how to like set up their camp and do the cooking and that kind of stuff. And because it was the leadership development program, they would then like get turns to be the leader of the day and do, you know, 
tell us what to do kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just a bunch of stuff like that. But before that, I went to the camp myself and, uh, as a camper, I did a 14 day trip that was basically a combination of those two. So it was seven days of sea kayaking. We came in, we traded our boats or kayaks for canoes, did three days of canoeing into the base of a mountain, went up and down. Well, we're supposed to go up and down a mountain. It was on fire. So we went across the lake and then hiked four days through a mountain range and got picked up on the other side. Nuts. Yeah. Unreal. Wore a white shirt the entire time and it never went white again. I was going to say a little <laughs> bit of a bad decision there, brother. Yeah. No Bigfoot sightings. No Bigfoot sightings, a lot of wasps, and a lot of, like, you hear, I, you said I could swear, you I hear did. shit that you can't quite explain out there. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of that led to my love of Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and now you're best friends. I mean, it obviously played off well. The love is the love is reciprocal, so exactly. to speak. Exactly. Now he lives in my suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> now, why has nobody ever been able to get a clear picture? That's the question I'd want to ask on that end. Uh, ooh, there's the word that's escaping me right now, but uh, tigers also have it where they have a, it's a, like an electromagnetic pulse, basically, that they can send out and make people sick. Yeah. Um, it's not sonar. It's something similar to that, though. And I think Bigfoot also has that, but it also messes with your like your cameras and stuff. So if Bigfoot knows that you're there, mm -hmm. he can probably sense both through the electromagnetic fields of uh, a person and your electronics, and you know, send something out to distract your electronics yeah. and or yourself. Lions and tigers and Bigfoot, so <laughs> everything on the podcast. So let's get a little bit of wrestling. So if we have Vancouver to. Island, yep. Did you start wrestling out in Vancouver Island? I know you're real no. well traveled. You're about to be real well traveled. We'll get into that in a bit. But, yeah. Uh, uh, so I originally trained at Lance Storms in Calgary. Okay. Uh, before that, I randomly won a trip through NOS, the energy drink. And so they took me over to a WWE show. And then I did a day of training in Vancouver before I was ever trained. Um, so, Unreal. Yeah, just random stuff. So, like, um, were you in there with like superstars? Anything like that? I was just at the WWE show, okay. and then I went and trained with like, uh, uh, I mean, the name that I sent out the most to me right now is like Bishop okay, in Vancouver cool. and uh, Shreds, and there was a few other guys who aren't wrestling anymore. But yeah, I got to get in the ring, and they went over a bunch of stuff. And first day ever stepping into a ring, I got to body slam Bishop. Cool. And I mean, he's six four and a lot of weight, uh, so that was pretty cool. And then, yeah, went to Lance's um, three month course, great foundation. Um, from that, I thought I was ready to conquer the world. Yeah. So I moved out to Halifax. Oh, cool. And uh, basically, my character at that point was I went to Lance Storm School. Not a great start. You aren't you aren't the first person for that to be their first wrestling. I character. would say most people that come out of there start with that. I'm a <laughs> yeah, I'm a Lance Storm guy. <laughs> um, that didn't go particularly well, uh, and it took a long time to find myself. But yeah, I spent a while in Halifax, and then I was back to Victoria for a while, uh, training with Eddie Osborne at uh, what is now three six five. Um, and then moved over to Vancouver and trained with the Lionsgate Dojo, which uh, basically home. Shout out to the Lionsgate Dojo. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm here and from Edmonton, getting everywhere I can. I tried, I try to be somewhere every week. It's weird when I'm not somewhere. Yeah. Like as we record this, it's a Thursday night. 
tomorrow I'm in Hamilton. Uh, I, then I'm in Guelph and I come home on a Sunday to leave on Tuesday to go to Mexico. So cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> like it's gotta be nice for you as a wrestler that it's getting so much easier to not just wrestle in, you know, Vancouver's got a thriving scene. The Island's got a thriving scene, but wrestling just in Vancouver or wrestling just in Edmonton, like there are so many opportunities throughout Canada now. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I wish people would post their dates further in advance. That's my only grief because I do a lot of poking around myself. Um, and yeah, I do, you know, I do all my own travel and that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. it, I wish I knew months in advance so I could get the plane deals. <laughs> I was just going to say, someone else who books flights every yeah. so often. You get it. <laughs> it's kind of nice to know. There's nothing. Yeah. It's like Christmas when you get like the flare pop-ups coming. You're even 50% off. You better believe I'm getting everybody booked today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then something cancels and you have to do a last minute in your flight. And you're like, $600 for an hour flight? Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. You know, and I can't speak to the logistics of the airline industry, but like it should not be less for me to get to Vegas than it is to get to Calgary. I just don't yeah. understand the science there, man, or the fuel usage or whatever the fuck's got to go into that. Also, I don't get it. like time wise, you have to be at the airport two hours early. It's like a 45 minute flight flight. So time wise, you're doing the same thing to Calgary. Might as well man. drive at that point anyways. Yeah. Get all the beautiful views in between Edmonton and Calgary. Yeah, those uh, those three <laughs> corners along the way and the gasoline alley. Yeah. Beautiful. So when did you start? Sorry, just to get back to it. Yeah. You said you went to the WWE show, the one day camp. Yeah. When did you really start training? When was that? When was sort of the, the origin of Eli Surge, I guess? Uh, it was the end of 2015. Um, okay. So you've seen like you've seen a lot of change in the canadian wrestling scene yeah like vancouver even you look just 2018 19 up until now yeah seems entirely changed out there it sure has um i've also had a lot of stumbling blocks on the way like going out to halifax uh it felt difficult to break in there maybe because i was the new guy without any experience maybe because they you know there could be a multi a lot of reasons yeah um so i only got a couple matches in the six months i lived out there um so it felt strange to come from like everyday wrestling and then or wrestling training and then wrestling on the weekends for uh the one of the other companies here in alberta yeah um to go out there and just not have anything so that felt like a speed bump and then uh 2018 was the Again, I, I'm rambling. I forget what your question was, but we'll get back to it. Um, That's what we're here for, man. I think this is the kind of brain that links into conspiracies the best. You just find a point, you keep going down and down and down. The YouTube wormholes. Yeah. Exactly. My brain is a YouTube wormhole. Um, so, yeah, 2018, I had the busiest year I'd ever had. Uh, I had 96 matches in the year. Oh, wow. Uh, was striving for 100 didn't get there so that's still a goal to get 100 in the year um and then 2019 it felt like i was really getting momentum like i wrestled psychosis at the beginning of 2019 wow. um it, it felt i was going good i was going good and then i got uh i got a dog disease in the middle of 2019 which uh put me in the hospital for a couple weeks and uh i lost the ability to walk for a while and that sucked so that was stumbling what yeah <laughs> uh i think that's just a casual little because like i watched you out here man like you're athletic as hell it ain't like you ain't jumping off the top rope at this point going from that or going to that from you know not being able to walk is a bit of a yeah a, a bit of a jump it's no a, pun intended yeah it's a little different 
Um, yeah, so had what a, happened if you don't mind me asking? So I got a thing called Streptococcus canis, which is a mouthful. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and basically, like, I came off a, a three-show weekend and, of course, felt beat up. Yeah. Um, went back to the shoe job and left there on a Monday, went home, was like, oh, I'll have a nap. Woke up and basically couldn't walk because I was in so much pain. Oh, my God. So being the the smart man that I am, decided I don't need to go to the hospital. I'll try to suffer through this. Get the Advil. <laughs> At that point, I was uh, in the mindset of I won't take pain pills because I don't want to get addicted to pain pills, uh, okay, yeah. which included Advil and Tylenol. Since have changed that. Yeah. Um, because I would not survive without them. <laughs> I can only assume as a wrestler, man. I bumped around for like one training session and I was ready to invest in stock for lack of a better way to put it. It's not even, yeah, it's the, the bumping around wears you down, but it's the, uh, then sitting still in cars and transportation for hours after that, that yeah, really so freezes great. you up. I don't know how it is getting off the plane. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine falling backwards, you know, 35 times and then doing that. Right. Yeah. Um, and then getting streptococcus. Yeah. Did I, did I get it? Basically. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll take it. We'll call that a win for Spencer. So yeah, didn't finally got into the hospital. They, at that point said, uh, we think you have a torn muscle or a slip disc or something. Here's yeah. some T3s. Uh, just go away and see if it gets worse. And it kind of got better. I was sort of walking by myself on crutches. And then my ankle swole up, swelled up. I don't know the proper. English is hard. I know. In the words of Eddie Osborne, word are hard. Um, <laughs> so my ankle was the size of a softball. And I thought... Like, that could be that I'm walking strange, but maybe I'll go get that looked at. Yeah. So I did. They did blood tests. The next day they called me, or they tried to call me. Apparently couldn't get a hold of me, so called my mom and freaked her out, saying I had to go to the hospital immediately. Um, and when I did, they told me I had this rare uh, infection um, in my blood, skin, and bone, and that... Three very bad places to have infection. Yeah. Ideally, you wouldn't have any. Yeah. Um, if there were three places I really wouldn't want it, like those would be on my family feud board. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, they might not be necessarily the top three, but like you're hitting a dart. Yeah. Like what else is there? Like a tooth infection and you're like an eyeball? I'd rather, like, have that than, so rather have tooth than skin. Yeah. I've got a bad feeling about um, skin infection. So yeah, they told me I was infected in all these areas and that I needed to be in the hospital immediately because they didn't know how far it had spread. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, this infection that I got, it's so rare that I was the 74th case in the world. Um, and every other case before then had a recorded dog bite or dog uh, scratch. That's okay. where the canis of Streptococcus yeah. canis comes from. Um, and I didn't have anything like that. The only thing, there's two options, and Travis Williams will hate me for bringing up one of them. Um, so I, there was a dog that lived in the house that I lived at, but it... I was on the top floor and it stayed in the basement. So unless while I was sleeping, it came up and like scratched me somehow and it had the infection on its nail or one of the nights of that weekend, I got up to pee in the middle of the night, staying at Travis Williams house and I stepped in a wet puddle. Uh, Travis has a dog. So if somehow his dog peed and had the, the virus in that pee and I had a 
cut on my foot that I didn't know about and stepped into that puddle. And that's how it transferred. Like, that's the only way I can think of. I don't, I don't know which one of those I'd peg is more likely. Either. I had a lot of time to just sit in a hospital bed and think about it. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So I had that in 2019, which was great it was like 11 11 12 days i was in the hospital i mean glad you're okay seems to be like underselling it a little bit on my end but i'm, gl I'm glad you're okay sometimes i forget it happened <laughs> so i think you're doing fine okay perfect yeah I'm glad. That's, um yeah that's a holy shit to say the least yeah and then i came back and i felt like i was starting to get momentum again and of course i came back at the end of 2019 early 2020 and then uh I, and then all of a sudden, there's just fuzz <laughs> through my memory. And here we are in 2023. Yeah. And I'm getting all over the place now. <laughs> oh, man. So I guess with all those like stumbling blocks, roadblocks, bumps, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Like, where do you really think you started to hit this level of momentum? Because like you say, man, you're you're booked and busy. Yeah. Pretty well every opportunity. Like I see you posting your schedule on Twitter. You're yeah. pretty well out there every weekend. What do you think it was, or when do you think you sort of hit this stride? I so when I first started, I said I have till thirty to figure my shit out. Yeah, uh, I have reached that age and kind of have looked at it and said I got fucked over for a couple things. So yeah. maybe I'll give myself a little more time. Some courtesy years, You're yeah, over the contract. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the old Jeff Hardy method. Um, <laughs> so. I basically said 2020, what year are we in? 2023? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be the year where I go balls out. And I thought, you know, I'll, the best way to get somewhere is to get yourself there. Yeah. So there's some, I gambled on myself a bunch of times uh, this year, and some of it's paid off and some of it hasn't. Um, I've definitely tried to, I had a, time in february or march where i was supposed to go out to barry and uh got ended up getting eight hours delayed didn't even have a booking on the show was just going for a seminar and then ended up stranded in toronto for the night and uh you know stuff like that happens along the way but also stuff like um at the end of june i flew out to ottawa to gamble on shaking hands with evil evil uno at his mystery show yeah and ended up in a inflatable light tube death match where it was me and Sasquatch versus uh, top dog Franklin Meyer and a person in a hot dog costume. So that, <laughs> that match uh, I watched back and I'm like, I gambled and it sounds goofy on paper, but like hearing Uno's commentary, he multiple times during that says like, I should have put this as the main event. I didn't know it was going to be this good. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so cool to hear. Also, yeah. shout out Nyla Rose is an excellent commentator. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious on well, Twitter or threads, pending when we hear this. Yeah. One of them might be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, they might both be gone at this point. We're blue sky people, I guess. That's yeah. Gonna move next. Yeah. Take it back to Nexopia. Shit, who cares at this point? My MySpace is not currently running, but we could get it up and going. We'll just put each other in the top eight, so we'll be good to go. Exactly. Yeah. That's so cool to hear. Me, about. you, and Tom. 
thanks. That's so cool, though. Like, you get those sort of comments. You're going down to Mexico. You're getting the opportunity, like you say, to wrestle pretty well across Canada. Like, just very, very cool to see, man. How have you seen the scene change in your time? Obviously, pandemic notwithstanding is a pretty big asterisk. Yeah. You've got to really consider what everybody put in work-wise, training-wise sort of everything there but how do you feel the scene's changed in your i guess it'd be seven years if i'm not right 15 16 ish uh i mean what do you want to call it? i think i'm coming we'll up on the eight number. year okay we'll go mark. with eight so in your eight years in professional um i've seen a lot more positivity come into the the scene um so as I say that, a sad Taylor Swift song plays in the I back. Really hope you can't see it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we can't monetize your interview. Yeah. Taylor's version was in the back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've seen a lot more positivity, and I've seen the negative that was around kind of pushed out. Um, so there's a lot of people who were, you could say, pillars and scenes around. Um, I won't, I don't need to be specific, but, uh, through either their own doing or circumstances that they chose to be involved with have now kind of been pushed to the outskirts. Um, and I think that has opened up a door for more, for more positive and, uh, how do I say it's a better place? It's yeah, it's much ball. less carny. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to be around that because, yeah, when I started, it was a lot of, you know, now we kind of like play into the oh, brother, brother kind of thing. I was going to say, we're going to close this one out <laughs> with the world's softest handshake. Yeah. <laughs> but like when I started, that was still a thing that people did. They yeah. come up and you'd have to do the soft handshake, and then all of a sudden, like in, yeah, in the past few years, like meeting people who are actually like have gone places, they're so much more willing to talk, and they're not given like the uh, oh, stiff brother handshake. Yeah, so <laughs> so I don't know. Just it's it's a lot more positive to be around, and it makes you feel better when you go home. Yeah, and like. I mean, to toot your horn a little bit, Love Pro is a big proponent of that and has, like, um, I think really helped the Alberta scene get seen outside of Alberta. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. It's always sort of been the goal. Mm-hmm. There's so many, and I know I'm preaching to the choir on this because you've been out here, you've seen the uh, Vancouver scene, but, like, there are so many talented people out here that not aren't not are just talented but such good people that mm-hmm. you think deserve the opportunities that maybe a twitch stream or you know some quality training in the case of the lion's gate and everything in between like mm-hmm. adds a lot adds a real lot yeah. have you enjoyed edmonton it's been about a year since you've been out here correct yeah yeah um have you checked talking- out the mall <laughs> all i've done is check out the mall <laughs> anytime anyone comes here they're like we got to go to the mall. So oh, man, the amount of times I've dropped off there when they fly in, born and out. It's, yeah. Yeah. In all fairness, like if you haven't seen it before, I it's, do understand. It's neat. It's neat. Uh, and then you see it for the fifth time in a month and you're like, Good. I might as well just hang out near the boat and get a cinnamon bun. Like <laughs> go to the Cinezio or however you say it. Every time I'm there, I also get closer to going to the shooting range. I it's I don't know. Now that I've uh, been there often enough, I want to get one of those old timey photos. 
I just oh. have never been able to get anybody to like take me up on getting one with me. Yeah. But well, that is a quest that I will continue to push. <laughs> well, and we don't even need to wait for you to fly in anymore. Yeah. Well, we might actually. You've got an excursion going on. Well, okay, I'm gone for a little bit, but so we you can't know. get one in August. Let's talk about September, though. We'll figure September. We could probably do something in September. Figure September out. Yeah. Let's make that happen. Yeah. Excursion. So you're going back to Mexico, correct? Yeah. You've been down there for training and shows and all of that sort of stuff. I spent two months down there in 2021. Years are hard at this point, so I'm trying to remember them. But I uh, failed two math courses in my life, okay? And they weren't hard math courses. So. <laughs> the only course I got an A-plus in in college was career algebra. This is the second time this has come up today on my end, but I, I got 164% in grade 8 computer class. And how is that it, happened, I couldn't even begin to explain to you. I was going to say, did you hack the computer to no, give yourself that? To Rob Graves, my band teacher, too. <laughs> he gave me a real good grade. I, I'm good at it. I'm a very good typist. Yeah. But. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I hope you put it. that on your resume. Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> it's up there with uh, Model UN captain in, in grade 10. It's like that How I Met Your Mother episode where Jason Siegel's the dunk contest winner. <laughs> <laughs> so back to Mexico, are you going yeah. down there? I, and admittedly, I'm fairly unfamiliar with how like training works, shows work, all that sort of stuff down there. So mm. like, are you going down there for the same promotion, same school? So I'm going down primarily to better myself and train. Okay. Uh, while I'm down there, I have two shows that are pretty concrete right now. Um, and trying to get more um but primarily the the reasons to go down and shake babies and kiss hands um and then to, i mean it's 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 another thing to put on the resume right like why would i not try to make my brand more appealing and i think that's a tool that i can use to do that yeah so well, just, well, like you seem to be fairly lucha influenced as far as your wrestling goes yeah i when any anyone asks like what i do i try to say i do tinfoil hats and then a little lucha thing i don't know <laughs> we'll see okay what goes into the art of tinfoil hat construction because it's not just like in, in quick shout out stop by the merch booth tonight at the lpw times cws show pick up a tinfoil hat yeah but like what goes into that how do you go from making just your your <laughs> i love wrestling because you get the opportunity to say sentences like what, what goes into a run-of-the-mill tinfoil hat versus <laughs> a cowboy tinfoil hat which I have seen here yeah, with my own two yeah. eyes. This is actually the only place there's been a, a tinfoil cowboy hat. So, right. yeah, exclusive rights to LPW. Um, but the the run-of-the-mill ones, I can bang out pretty quick as long as I've got the right tinfoil. Um, the right tinfoil is the hard thing to find at this point. I was just going to say, and there's another, like, I, I love wrestling. Because <laughs> the so what goes into the, what? What is the right tinfoil? Put over your brand if you're looking for a sponsorship. Uh, honestly, I've tried everything that I've come across, and the Dollarama three dollar three buck roll. For I don't know why it just seems to work the best. All right. I think it's because it's stubbornly dumb and tough, um, and doesn't need to be as thick as it is. Whereas I get the thin Reynolds stuff, and they're like, oh, you get all this extra footage, but then it's super thin and I don't know. It's almost like opaque tinfoil. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I've tried a bunch and yeah, the cheap, cheap roll at Dollarama is what turns out the best product. What sparked the cryptid connoisseur? Like, so like that goes back to the dog disease actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
rape serendipitous <laughs> so right before i got the dog disease there was a show running at the commodore ballroom and my three best friends uh travis williams judas icarus and elliot tyler they were all in a match with a fly-in talent um and i thought i should be in that match too so i started making or pointing out like the conspiracies and the weirdness behind how their names lined up and the dates and where the the planets and the suns would be on that date that they're going to be there and going into why adding a fifth person to the match would actually make the most sense um so it started kind of like that and then i started putting a little bit of like conspiracy stuff into it and then I got the dog disease, and it was the government trying to take me down, I think. Um, That's so. a sentence. I, I'm sorry to keep it it's not one you hear every day. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Uh, so, yeah, that's the that's the man trying to hold me down. And well in the the hospital bed, I, start, I cut a promo from there about how I should be in the match. And then with COVID, there's a lot of conspiracy stuff around that. A lot of it being very polarizing. And I thought if I'm going to continue with the conspiracy stuff, to be polarizing is fun, but polarizing to be polarizing is not. Yeah. So that led me towards more of the Bigfoot and the cryptid kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I could go into COVID conspiracies and uh, a bunch of that kind of stuff. But why segregate an audience that's already niche at that point? And like, I'm a niche on in a niche. So I thought, let's stick to one that, you know, doesn't divide people. We can have a silly goose time, put a tinfoil hat on someone. They'll see the truth. We don't have to know what the truth is. It's their own personal truth. Uh, and sometimes Bigfoot will show up. <laughs> I love this sport that we got involved yeah. in, my friend. I yeah. really, really love this yeah. sport. Very excited for you to make your clandestine wrestling society debut. Mm-hmm. I'm upset you're not going to be here tomorrow, to be honest with you. Mostly because I'm very excited to see Travis's reaction when I show him the clip about how you got dog disease. Oh, oh damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Travis. Mikey is a very nice dog. Look, man, I'm the pro- Mickey. Oh, okay. I, I even said the dog's name wrong. Mickey. All, they're, they're they're good boys. They're, just, they're all good boys. Yeah. It's just sometimes. He, he won't let me near the dog anymore. He thinks it was more than just stepping in a puddle. Um, but we, <laughs> we don't have to go into that. <laughs> no, leave, that leave that one firmly under the conspiracy theory Exactly. Box. But I'm very excited for you to be back here sooner rather than later, my friend. Mm-hmm. We'll get that old-timey photo. We'll have some uh, Birds Aren't Real chants right here in a sold-out rec room South Common. I hope so. Oh, hell yeah, we will. Yeah. That's one of my favorite moments here. Maybe I'll walk in with a title. Maybe I'll walk out with a different title. Who knows? Only you, if you purchase your tickets to be here in the next little bit on an upcoming show featuring the cryptid connoisseur, Bigfoot's best friend, the alien aficionado. I can do without cue cards now, I think. Damn, man. Hi, Bayrat. Do you know what I weigh in at? Because of you, I'm going to be pretty upset. (laughs) All right. But where do I hail from? Uh, Your Rockford outside of Skinwalker Ranch. And weighing in at? 34 Chemtrail. He's good. He's good. good at what I do. If Professional. you'd like to employ me, you can find me on Threads or MySpace. <laughs> Eli yeah. Search. It's been a blast. This is the first time we've had the opportunity. Thank you. Appreciate Brother. it. Brother. 
Thanks, brother. <laughs> First time we've had the chance to do this. If people want to keep up to date with the latest and greatest from you, your time down south, or yeah. anything in between, how can they do so? Let's see. Threads, Twitter, Instagram is real Eli Surge. TikTok's in there too. Uh, YouTube Eli Surge, Facebook Eli Surge. If you send me a friend request, I probably will look at it and forget that you sent it. So uh, the other, you know, Instagram, Twitter is probably the best way to keep up with the keeping up. I'm guilty on that on Facebook too, that I'll think about it. Yeah. I look at it and I'm like, oh, we have three mutual friends, but I Let's don't know those three mutual going. friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like eight or nine, maybe we'll take a deeper look. Exactly. At yeah. That's another day. We'll do our social media advice when, uh, when you get back. Excited okay. as all hell for you, friend. Excited as all hell for you because you're on Love Wrestling. That means you're going to get more great What's, content. There's wherever a good podcasts up. are played, wherever yeah. videos are viewed, wherever audio content is created by awesome individuals. You can find us at Love Wrestling, CA Threads, Twitter, Instagram, all of the social media machines. If you want to throw us a little bit of extra support, head to patreon.com backslash lovewrestlingca. That is the only place that you're going to be able to check out tonight's match from Love Pro Wrestling at Times CWS featuring Eli Surge, Gigi Ray, Michael Richard Blaze, and all of your favorites from Love Pro Wrestling. So do all those subscription things and make sure you keep tuning in for Eli, sir. Will it still be Twitter when this emerges or will it be X? I think it's already X. Is it? My logo thing hasn't changed. Do I just oh, need to update? Has. Oh, wow. Well, I got to keep that and sell my phone. It's like when Flappy Birds got taken off the app store. You People can sell, sell those for a lot, a lot of money. Oh. oh, well, Google prices. I'll put them in the yeah. description. Please do. And uh, buy my old phone that has Twitter with the old logo on it. Bingo, bingo. That's how we're closing this one out. We'll see you later, friends. Thanks for tuning in.